Okay. Uh, I can clap on the table. I could just make a loud noise with my hand. Does that count? Okay, you count and we'll clap and then we have to be quiet after the clap. Okay, I'll try not to laugh. Athlete, performer, gallivanter, and nasty woman. It's time for another episode of the Cupcake Du Jour podcast. This month, I am recording my first ever real-time interview for this series, which is super exciting because after all of the isolation of the pandemic, being able to have a conversation recorded at a quality high enough to be considered for this project is huge to me. And the person I have called on to accompany me in this challenge is my very good friend, Rocky Delgado. Three, two, one. All right, we're a little delayed. It's going to be fine. (laughs) I don't actually know. I'm just being an optimist. Rocky, could you please... Give me your version of how we met. I had, I was running a t-shirt screen printing business with a then friend of mine. And uh, my partner is a model. And she had scheduled a photo shoot for this day. And since we were working out of the big, fairly rundown building where we were the only uh, tenants, Uh, she had free reign of the building to shoot in. So she was utilizing it. Photographer came and he brought a lovely assistant uh, who (laughs) initially seemed, I don't want to say standoffish because I don't think that, but you were, you know, in your more quiet, reserved mode of, I don't really know anybody here. So I'm just kind of going to kind of stick to myself. Um, Totally. Oddly enough, I'm not one to really go out of my way to interact with anybody. I'm just like, all right, you're doing your thing. I want to do my thing way over here. Um, But it, I mean. I mean, at that stage, neither of us were directly involved in what was the focus, which was your partner's shoot with the photographer. So I think our nature of being like really great supporting players also is why we sort of retreated to our respective corners and just, you know, let the focus be on them. So I think the other thing was because that then business partner of mine was, would also do like photo shoots and stuff like that uh, much more informally. We both knew that not to, you know, we didn't want to pester anybody and, and just kind of like get involved. So yes, it was very much that of just like hang back, let that happen and just continue doing our own thing. Um, but as we've talked about many times, it all comes down to a pair of socks. I love this. <laughs> Specifically because as we will become aware in this conversation, I am a big streetwear nerd. Uh, it was a pair of Diamond Supply Cross Huff socks. Heck yes. I'm not great. Like, I don't remember many things, but that just burned in there. So specific. I... Ugh, it like you said, it all comes down to this pair of socks. But like, listen to the layer of those details. You've got like two 
streetwear brands, this like specific colorway. Like this is deep into nerd territory. <laughs> um, that was at the time where those huff socks with like, you know, the weed plants on them were uh, just kind of cropping up in more places outside of just like skate culture and streetwear where cute girls w would wear them just because like this is cute. I'm not denying your like skate cred because I know you have it, but uh, it was just not as common to see, right? And I think the other thing that becomes important in like my uh, thinking back on the story is the approach, right? Because I think, I, I would assume from your perspective, two dudes just kind of like coming up and trying to make conversation can be, can be off-putting depending on, you know, which way the conversation would go. Well, exactly. Like so much of our success in that initial meeting came from um, the, the way you approached it, especially when you add this layer. Um, the way you saw the socks, I wasn't wearing them that day. The photographer had images of me in the socks that as is his way, he was showing the room you know, this is what I've shot, this is this, kind of like a show and tell scenario. And because I was included in the images and in the socks, all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, there's the thing we have in common. But let's face it, I wasn't necessarily entirely clothed where, while I was wearing these socks. So this is, this is the thing that I think is so great about you amongst many things, Rocky, is that you were conscious in that moment of respecting me as you were simultaneously respecting the space and what was going on in it. And that is why when you approached me, I think in addition to having this, you know, nerdy thing in common, that was what opened me up is I was like, this person, we share some values here, I think, above and beyond a pair of cool socks. Yeah, I think the other thing that was working in my favor is that obviously, like, my partner is, like, doing a thing. So I feel like that it's a little less intimidating where I'm not going to be, like, this creepy, lecherous person. But, I mean, coming from South Florida, where I'm from, uh, that doesn't stop a lot of people. So <laughs> that's not a given, per se. But I always factor it in because I think it's, like, you know, it, it, it creates a, a nice buffer. And I could be editorializing in my head, but I think my approach is just, like, Hey, nice socks. It, uh, that's how I remember as, it. Hey, nice socks. Or I like your socks. Um, or like those socks are dope or cool. Whatever. Some variation of just only talking about that, not expecting a response, not expecting anything, just acknowledging I like your socks. Yeah. So whatever. It, it led to that. And I think conversation was probably like fairly sparse after that. Just, you know, a little kind of like feeling out like, oh, hey, you know, this, this. Uh, and then what uh, the real culmination point was that you were working for Exotica that weekend. Uh, it was in town and I had an awareness of it, but, you know, not enough to ever have gone. Uh, and I think my interest kind of like, you know, ended at, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but then it was just like, hey, if you guys want to come. Um, so I was like, sure, I guess I'm I guess I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. And it just went on from there. Yeah. We had the ability to continue the conversation comfortably over time, but not to lose the momentum of that initial commonality. Right, right. 
And, I mean, not, not I mean, revealing just enough, uh, you helped us at the time with, like, marketing stuff that we were, you know, trying to, like, build this brand from the ground up, basically, and uh, I guess long, long story long, a lot of those relationships, well, one specific of two of those relationships uh, have kind of petered out over time. <laughs> you can just say it. Rocky, we're all that remains. Yes. You, your partner, and me, man. Not that I really care about those, so... (laughs) (laughs) All the better for it is my stance. I mean, time... (laughs) Time and pandemics change everything. Um, No, absolutely. Our, Our friendship has stood the test of time and the trial of the times. And the other great thing about meeting alongside Exotica is that we then met up at many subsequent Exotica events, including the one that is probably the most photographed of all of them, my Exotica wedding. Which is, I don't know if to consider it notorious (laughs) or infamous or just, you know, noteworthy. Yeah, I would would say noteworthy. (laughs) Also, you know, a lot of the people who at this time listen to my podcast were privy to the episode in July that specifically talked about that event. Mm -hmm. All of the photos I shared that month with my patrons were from that event. And so if you're keeping score or keeping track, you're going to be able to go back now and pick through and find rocky in those images so you know you're hearing how it started at least one or two (laughs) yeah there's a few they're hearing how it started and then they're getting to hear how this friendship has evolved over time and that to me is the really interesting part we are recording today using discord as the video platform and actually in a server that we share so again, like we're here, we are just adding another layer of nerdiness to our friendship, and <laughs> all in the name of once again being able to continue to relate to one another, even as we live on opposite coasts of North America. Well, the good news, in my estimation, is that. Uh, The world continues to be smaller and one of the things that you and I have talked about a lot recently is moving from the kind of internet and the kind of web experience that we've been having for about the past 10 years. We're talking about web 3.0, we're talking about cryptocurrency, we're talking about NFTs, and as we're having all of those conversations and experiences, this thread of streetwear continues. And I think even broader from that, or like connected to that, right, as, as we've discussed several times, is just that feeling of community Yeah. that not only Web3 builds and, and streetwear builds, but that has like kept us connected over these eight years now, right? So it's like one of my favorite things about this space and like our relationship in particular, but also the space from a Web3 standpoint is that, you know, we've always pretty much from the inception of our friendship have buoyed each other one way or another. Yeah. If it isn't uh, insights about marketing for a brand, it's like, have you checked out this new technology? It's like, 
you know, are you aware of like these actors being in this new technology and how interesting it is? And like, I love how all of that really ties together and is kind of like the foundation of our specific relationship and like what I enjoy about the web yeah. going forward. Oh, so, so accurate. So, well, again, this is the exact reason that you are here with me today. Now, with regards to streetwear, I was lucky enough to sort of have an inside track, I want to say, on some of what was sort of up and coming or interesting in those spaces. And, you know, nowadays, if you want a sense of what's popular, you can just look on Instagram, really, right? And this was this was early adoption stage, so Instagram, of course, existed, but it wasn't like it was now. And um, you had to really know. You had to put your finger out and check the wind. <laughs> and so when... NFTs um, started crossing my desk, if you will, like the idea of non-fungible tokens and what they might unlock for creators. One of the very first people that I think understood it in the same way I did that I could speak with was you. So much of the general public at that stage, this is just, you know, in the spring or summer of 2021 for me, were still hearing about nfts as the sale of the disaster girl meme you know they weren't necessarily understanding it's more than a a drag it to your desktop and now you own it too kind of technology and the reason i feel i i saw the bigger picture was streetwear was the idea of collectibles was the idea of loving something so much you want a piece of it a stake in it you want the record you're gonna go to the concert and you're sure shit gonna wear the t-shirt that is the way i understood it and you spoke that same language with me well i think on top of it also it's the fact that like streetwear similar to nfts as we find ourselves currently is like you feel like you're part of this like inclusive club or included in this club Right again, community that club aspect, but it's still niche enough that you know it's kind of like a little hidden secret. Yeah. That to me, it's another like intersection of streetwear culture and Web three culture, of just like you know we are the cool kids club, I guess you could call it, or just like this other club uh, that isn't the mainstream. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to interrupt you just to to bring in something from my my not so distant past. I had a friend who made t-shirts when she was a kid for her cool friends. She called it Club of Cool Kids. And nice. I would just like you to consider for a moment um what that acronym is. <laughs> And then imagine it emblazoned across t- the t-shirts of 12-year-olds. <laughs> just a child's chest just bearing the name. Yep. It kills me. Kills me. But I'll, I'll be in that club with you anytime. <laughs> um, it's, no, it's, it's so fair. Um, I, think, I think it's cool because we think that it's cool. I don't, I don't know that it is innately cool. It's definitely nerdy. It's definitely, you know, when you're in, when you're early to something, you're excited because you know something that others don't yet. Mm-hmm. And yet, Web 3.0, crypto, NFTs, 
is building in a piece where it will still be cool when everyone knows about it. Right. And that's the thing I love. It's not going to lose cachet or importance because more people onboard. It's actually just going to improve the experience for everyone. And if if nothing else, I think the point of this, you know, very lighthearted podcast is that, you know, I've always asked questions. I've always wanted to know how people think. You've been so good about sharing that with me and also taking chances, whether it's speaking to a model that you don't know or jumping into NFTs by purchasing and creating. That's that's super inspiring to me and I just I feel so lucky to have a conversation with someone that I've known for as long as you about something that I have not known about for long at all. You're very cool. And I am not as cool. So I'm -uh. always just trying to like, I'm always trying to really show like my bona fides to be like, hey, I'm also cool. But like, (laughs) I know I'm not as cool as you, but like, I'm also cool. Like we have a, we we have a rapport, you know. We have an understanding. yeah, it, it uh, it's very heartening and it makes me feel real nice whenever you say that. I am bad at taking compliments, so I'm just going to ramble a little bit and then <laughs> we can move on. I just honestly, um, what I hope people who hear this understand is that there is a thread um, that comes from the world of collectibles. And most people at some stage in their life, it is a human experience, have collected something. What we're at the precipice of is a movement of you know a massive group of people from collecting likes on the internet on social media to collecting art um, to artists collecting income and also a new way to show it all off that has meaning and brings people together and the fact that we've had this friendship for so many years that it continues to evolve that we are literally on this like new to me platform talking about new to me technology it's it's like it's limitless dude oh for sure but i think one of the things that i appreciate the most about our conversations about it is that like because we are peers and like-minded it never gets to the point where it's obnoxious for the sake of being obnoxious like we're both in it because we see ourselves getting something out of it and also being able to feel like we're contributing to the whole and I think it always came so much easier to me at least like the notion because I'm still not in it for like a lot of financial gain or anything like that I'm really just in it to um just like be part of the community and contribute or or do my little bit to contribute because I'm also not ethereum rich or you know financially rich in any way shape or form it's just my tiny contributions you're not diving into piles of gold like scrooge mcduck (laughs) Uh, i wish (laughs) hey it's by the way as an aside as a very very silly and crude aside just that because you mentioned that um you know those little little bags of bad dragon gifts that were given out at exotica many years ago oh Oh, do I? You mean the tiny silicone items from Bad Dragon Toys that were used as confetti at my Exotica wedding? 
<laughs> yes, exactly. So it's just funny that you had mentioned the kind of Scrooge McDuck jumping into it, uh, because I made a reference about my partner jumping into uh, whatever container you will, full of those bad dragon toys, those really tiny ones. Listen, it I'm just, just gonna, like a very I'm just gonna silly... spoiler it. It's it. They're dragon dicks. <laughs> they were tiny, tiny alien they're... and dragon dicks. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're mythical creature dicks, uh, but just the notion that they're like two inch tall, like they're very small, yeah. uh, and just a, a pool of them, where my partner can just jump into it and Scrooge McDuck through a sea of tiny dicks. This is... It's just funny that you made that reference when I like. Two that's where ago. your brain went. It's fair, honestly. Yeah. That's gonna be the soundbite right there. <laughs> This is why I shouldn't ever host a podcast because, like, there's too many no, tangents of honestly, this, this form and fashion. That are just, I've derailed the Web3 conversation it's, to talk about. It's relevant. It's relevant. Tangents. Here's why. Take the ticket. Get on the ride. That's what people do. It is their nature. The people who have, you know, I've been lucky enough to have follow me in all of these spaces over the years. Um they're gonna know these references you know and that's like a little little easter egg for them for for hanging in there for so long and um and so i it yes it's a tangent but like it's so rich you know in terms of like the lore and legacy of of cupcake du jour if i may be so bold <laughs> you know anything that i'm doing now i would argue uh you think i'm cool but like I feel less cool every day that I'm just isolated in this apartment, you know, recording a podcast in a cupboard. And um, it's it's not about this moment. It's about layering all of the moments, all of the experience, the things that people have been and built in Web 2.0 and how they're going to bring that across to what's next. And I think that, you know, streetwear is doing that. I think we're doing that with this friendship and also it is like my genuine hope that people who listen to this or follow me or follow you are also picking up those breadcrumbs so they can meet us on the other side and and I don't know we'll like be there with a pile of tiny dragon dicks apparently but something something great will come from knowing that tiny <laughs> reference and especially if it's the thing that that led you here and leads you forward then listen nothing is wasted okay <laughs> I, I appreciate your justification of my silly tangent thank you <laughs> oh silliness is my most favorite thing um and you know as we sign off here i just want to say like i really appreciate the way you were able to outline our meeting and um i actually even really appreciate being called standoffish actually because if nothing else i've I've always been conscious of my place and my space. And um, when you are or act like you have confidence, people think everything's really easy for you and natural and and it isn't always and neither is making friends. So the fact again that you were willing to step outside of your own discomfort and be vulnerable, say hi, is, is so meaningful and um, I... I appreciate it so much. You're very welcome. Because I'm a scary bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I said before, I never want to feel like I'm encroaching on someone's space. 
uh, and then particularly attractive women, pretty girls, cute girls, whatever, whatever way anyone wants to classify it. Just because I, my perception as a default is always that someone is going to hit on you or is going to do something and I never want to come across that way. So like, it's my way of trying to show healthy respect for people's boundaries, even those that are obviously aren't explicitly stated. So it was just that, but then I'm like, this feels like a natural way to just make a nice fun comment that has, you know, that, that doesn't come across in any particular way. And I'm very thankful that I did because if not, I would just be, I would have a Tita size hole that's missing from my heart. Uh, so there you go. So cute. Um, well, there's a lesson in there somewhere about being respectful of others. Uh, <laughs> just, just want to put it out there. By all means, interact with people on the internet. Be fans of things that you love, but like, remember they don't owe you anything. Approach them with respect and care. I could go on and on, but I'm not going to. Rocky, you have a Patreon. Could you tell us, could you tell us the URL of your Patreon, sir? It is patreon.com slash in Rocky Vision. I have posted how to reach Rocky in the notes of this show and on Patreon. And one of my favorite things is teamwork and community. And both of those things came together today in the most amazing way. And I know there is only more of that in Web 3.0. So, um... I'm going to be super dorky and I'm going to sign off by saying, uh, hey, Rocky, I'll see you in the metaverse. (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself. (laughs) Subscribe to patreon.com backslash cupcake du jour for more episodes and behind the scenes content. What do we do to end? (laughs) Do it to clap again? No, no, I think we could just, like, the same point is good at the beginning. I don't think you need one at the end. Okay. I mean, if you want to do another one, we can. <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to make a whole podcast just of me asking you how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, you think I have it together? You wrong. <laughs>